Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. How about easy goal score? Have a listen to this. Nice turn from Wood. He's going to get it back here. Wood, he's an opportunity here. Trudel Burley! What a goal from Chris Wood! His 50th Burnley goal is a fantastic strike. Burnley are two up. Fulham nil. Burnley two. Chris Wood with a special goal. Well, that certainly was, wasn't it? I mean, he literally battered that into the back of the goal. Hi, oh, lads. He battered that under the back of the goal. He did. Found the back of the net, did Chris Wood. Uh, but he won't be doing that much more for Burnley, which is a surprise to many of us because inside the space of, we reckon, three or four days, the whispers that Newcastle were wanting him have turned into now he's going for a medical, which is a sure sign that his release clause is going to be paid. It's around the, to the tune of 40 to 50 million New Zealand dollars, and he will be a Newcastle striker very, very soon for a club that is vying to avoid relegation like Burnley, which begs the question, why? So to answer the question, it's one of the great guys in football, played about 230-odd games, 36, I think, for Millwall, but most importantly for you at home, played 106 games for the Phoenix and scored 33 goals, and that's Paul Eiffel. Hello, mate. Hello, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, pal. What do you make of this move? I think it's quite smart from Newcastle. Um, I think you, you're damaging one of your biggest rivals, uh, taking you know, their main focal point. Um, and I think he, he's somebody that pretty much guarantees you goals if you get him chances in and around the box. He's going to put the ball in the back of the net. So I, I think it's quite smart. He's going to be one of those... Um, sort of interim players I think for Newcastle he'll be there for the next sort of 18 months two years and then he'll be moving on and they'll they'll go and, and get bigger bigger fish um, but for, for Chris at his stage of his career I think it's a good move so okay but so that's interesting because I was going to say for, for Wood is it a good move you say interim player so he'll obviously make a, b- a bit more money right That that's all good but does it take away from his Burnley legacy and maybe if they'd hung on to him they could have got more money for him elsewhere um, well, the release clause has been met, so I suppose that's that's on Burnley. They should have put more in the, in the deal if they wanted more. I think twenty million is probably fair at, at his age. He's thirty years old. He's probably got this is probably his last big move. Um, okay. he'll, he'll he'll probably not be playing Premier League football. I don't see it sort of three years from now. So yeah, I, I think if you're Chris Wood, you make the move. You know, you're talking about playing in front of twenty thousand people a week versus fifty thousand people a week. Newcastle are going on to bigger and better things. I don't see Burnley doing the same, regardless of what happens with the with the relegation situation. I think Newcastle is a bigger club generally. Yeah, I suppose when you talk about Newcastle, Paul, you almost talk about is it a poison chalice? They they they, they had they had to sell. They finally sold to the the Saudis. Can they turn it around? 
They will turn it around, absolutely. They've got too much money not to, but whether they can do it this season uh, remains to be seen. I mean, that's the other thing. Chris could go there and find himself back in the championship next year, but um, he probably sets himself up for, up for life with this one move. You know, with, with the money that he's commanding in terms of a transfer fee, he can pretty much probably double his money um, from a salary base. And, and again, at 30 years old, I think he'd be mad to turn that down. So I, I don't understand how the transfer system works in the sense of who gets what money. So that 20 to 25 million pounds, that, that goes straight to Burnley, right? Yeah, it goes to Burnley and Ness. Um, the agent was smart. You can put a, a clause in your contract saying that you take a percentage of that transfer fee. So uh, at that level, if Chris Wood has got 10% of that transfer, £2 million, £2 million in the bank straight away, and then you can negotiate your own salary. You can negotiate a signing on bonus as well, as well as other bonuses. So, like I said, you know, Chris is in a in a great spot um, as a wanted man. What do you think? Sort of, what sort of? I mean, I hate to keep talking about money here, Paul, but what sort of money do you think he can command weekly? I mean, they're talking Pogba at Man U, supposedly signing a half million pound a week contract. Where in the universe of football does Chris Wood sit? A hundred, a hundred a week? Yeah, why not? Why not? You know, if, if you if you wanted, um, they've been willing to pay twenty million. You've got to be asking for that. So one hundred thousand pounds. What's what's that? Just over two hundred thousand Kiwi dollars. It's not bad, is it? Oh, well, no one's going. No one's going to cry cry foul over that one. Is it true that New Zealand football and Woods New Zealand club will get a, a, a bit of a bit of the transfer fee? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Again, I, I don't know how that works. Uh, to be honest, I would imagine that there'd be something paid. Played down, it normally does filter down, so um, a little windfall. Um, yeah, wouldn't go amiss with it. No, 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 it wouldn't. Um, I, I have to ask this question because my team has always been Man U, right? I'm sorry to say that people will disagree. <laughs> but has Ronaldo been what you expected for them? Um, yes, he has been what I expected for them. I again, I, I love Ronaldo as a player, but he is about Ronaldo. I don't think he's about uh, a team, and I think that's the that's the issue. You get somebody at his age. Um, you know, can he do the the other bits and pieces? No, but if you get the ball in the box, will he put the ball in the net? Yes. So that's they got what they paid for, um, and I don't think they should have expected anything different. So uh, I don't think he's been underwhelming, but I think the team generally has been un- underwhelming because everything needs to be focused around Ronaldo. Well, underwhelming could also uh, describe your old joint, the Wellington Phoenix. Just the one solitary win and one draw this season. What's wrong? Oh, I think there's a, there's a lot wrong with it, and it's, it's probably out of, out, of the, out of their hands, really. If you look at what they've had to deal with over the last couple of years with COVID, probably them and Perth have been the two that have been affected the most. Um, you know, we've had our best players picked off because, you know, you get somebody like a Ulysses Davide come over, you know, had a great time, but ultimately had to live in Australia. So when the opportunity to live in Australia and, and, and stay there, came up uh, a bigger club uh, for more money why would you not take that on so I think that's the that's the difficulty that we face you lose a Stephen Taylor obviously he's retired I know they've signed Scott Woodson hopefully he can come in and do that job that, that Taylor did but you lose your two or three best players in a league that is salary capped it's going to make it very very difficult even at this early point in the season uh, are they do they make the playoffs or are they just going to be mid-table this year Oh, I think it will come down to the, the signings I think um, Sandoval who's come in uh, the Mexican he has to be very, very good. Uh, Wilson needs to short the defence, and if if we can start scoring goals like we were over the last couple of seasons uh, with a bit of a short up defence, I think we're a chance of, of still making it. It's pretty generous the fact that it's top six, you know. 
Um, so there is still that opportunity, but you know it, it needs to change pretty quickly. Yeah, well, when you look at six places, Sydney FC, well, they've only got the two wins and the two draws. They're actually not far off it. But more importantly, they are still in the hunt for some silverware. How important to try and make that FFA Cup final? Yeah, that would be nice. That would be a big boost, you know. The furthest they've been, um, they've been playing some good stuff. The last round was great. Seeing young Alex Paulson, you know, come in and, and, and save all those penalties was, was great for his confidence. And the young boys have been doing well. The likes have been old as well. So um, it gives them more games. Um, if they can make their way to a final, I think that will be that will be a pretty good big boost for the game. And, and the Phoenix women are doing it tough. They're a young squad, but they're finding out how you have to be consistent week in, week out, aren't they? Really, really difficult spot for them. Um, you know, I spoke yesterday about how tough it is and what a good job uh, Gemma and Natalie are doing um, with such a young squad. Asked to sort of cobble a team together at late notice. I think they've done a, done a really good job, and, and and they will only get better for it. It's going to be a really tough season. The real likelihood is they will finish bottom. Let's let's see if we can get our first win out of the way first, um, and then once you do that, just keep building um, and, and see this as a sort of. Um, sort of try it and see season and uh, make sure that you learn a lot of lessons for next year. Have you hung up the boots yet? Um, I don't know if I ever will, to be honest. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a coach now, first, definitely. That's definitely changed over the last couple of years. Oh, so you're a gaffer. Do we call you the gaffer? Do we call you the gaffer? Yeah. No, I don't know about that either. I don't know about that either <laughs> but yeah, no, I think it's changed. I think I saw myself still as a player probably up until the last couple of years and now I see myself as a coach that plays every now and again if needed so I've, I've kind of said that to the boss down here he wants me as, as the coach if, if we don't have the forwards then I would uh, happily lay some, lay some back up but I'll probably be playing Masters or in the division below oh, okay. so it's the knees right you just can't keep up anymore yeah <laughs> All right, Paul, it, it is always a pleasure talking to you. Thanks for your insight. But just to confirm, you think it's a smart move by Newcastle and a good move for Chris Wood to, to go there? I do, and, and just so you know, I don't know if you know this, I've been a Newcastle supporter since I was a little boy, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Ah, uh, okay. With, uh, Newcastle like, with, with Chris there, so it, it suits me too. <laughs> good giveaway. Thanks, Paul. No worries.